This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. You are listening to our game of Bulldogs, a sci-fi adventure RPG from Galileo Games. Brennan is your GM and host, Frank plays Sticky, Alex plays Graucom McGruff, and Red plays San Ming. Our theme music is by Seamus Ronan. Last time on Dungeon Not Included, we decided to let fate decide if we were going to defuse the bomb, and we did! Anyways, we have a job to help us cover our trails as we attempt to return Graucom's war buddy Rex to safety. Awesome. So you have taken a job. Uh, you've loaded cargo onto the ship and you're heading out. Um, one thing you did notice about the cargo as you were loading it in is that it's got all kinds of markings on it that warn you that it is uh, flammable. So no open flames around it. I mean, it's probably par for the course with this, with what our job is, but we have not had, I don't think I can't remember the last time we had a job that didn't have some sort of warning label on it. Like, <laughs> caustic or might take over mines or you know, now flammable. Or... Yeah. All right. So I'm there with a cigar in my mouth going, all right, people, we've got to be careful about this thing. It's <laughs> flammable. Yeah. They're big, uh, they're big uh, tubs of some sort of substance. You're not sure what. And, uh, barrels basically and as you're heading out uh son you are looking at the specs for the planet and you see that it is uh called fort the port is called fort dallow and you've never heard of this place before that's not surprising i live in a backwater right what are fancy um star charts say the planet is listed on your star charts. There's there's a couple of trade routes that go past it, but it's a bit off the beaten path. It's not near anything particularly useful. It seems to be mostly a refueling station of some kind. There are a local uh, group of creatures living there who are known as uh, Bemisterians. Bemisterians. Uh, do we have... Would, would any of us know what those are to like for us to have a word picture painted for us by our jam. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could certainly do that. The question is, uh, who's got the best, who's the most well-traveled and who wants to roll for that? Can we say Rex <laughs> <laughs> and have him tell us, or we can, we can have one of us. I mean, Absolutely I've, I've probably sad. been places. No, I, no, one of us has to be able to do this. Right. right. I've, no, well, Rex I'll, is actually not as well-traveled as you all are at this point. So, all right. Uh, I have a fair contacts. I think that might mean I am. There you go. So go ahead and roll, uh, your contacts. Contacts one. One. A one. So you are, you have heard of them. Uh, you've you've met one in the Starlanes, basically, but you didn't know anything about their home planet. They're small, hairy people. Uh, yeah, so they're average height, hairy people. Yes, <laughs> they're they're basically they're average height with the right amount of hair. <laughs> they evolved from some sort of burrowing animal, so they have like big digging claws on their front paws. Well, the one I met had claws, but didn't really seem like he wanted a fight. So, uh, a B? How are we doing this? Do we rank it? I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) You're headed towards their home planet, basically. 
Well, this um, is a refueling thing. I guess the cargo is probably flammable fuel, maybe. I don't know. But let's just all agree not to investigate it at all and just get this over with. Um, as long as <laughs> I think Gralcom, uh, when you say that, I think Gralcom goes up and grabs your cigar and stubs it out just to prevent <laughs> any future potential <laughs> flames being put near it. I get very offended and then I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right um so you can lay in a course uh to this planet it is kind of at the edge of your range uh so you won't have to refuel but you wouldn't be able to go much farther than this um one of the aspects that the planet has is middle of nowhere so kind of reminds you of home so yeah definitely Son can play with that. Yeah. So do you want to uh, make a piloting roll for your journey? Yep. I'll do that. I mean, I did it last session. So do I need to do it again? Oh, you did? Yeah, I rolled a four. Okay. Then no, you don't need to. Okay. I just forgot because it was last session. So. That's the nice thing about having all of these uh, pl- playing on roll 20 advertising for roll 20 here. We have our and every role we've ever done saved on here. That's yeah. true. Ooh, I recently got an, a five on engineering. That was, I don't remember what that was for. Oh, that was to open a door. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Jerry ringing a door. Brennan sound like the worst GM ever. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're opening the door. Make an engineering check. (laughs) 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 All right, so off you go. Uh, This is going to be a long trip, so it's going to be several weeks. Um, How are you going to uh, spend the time? Um, I think... I remember earlier I was playing like a while ago when we were doing these, I had me um, in my room. Gralkin was in his room sitting down with a tennis ball and he was doing the like bounce it off the ground and then it hits the wall and bounce it back and he catches it in his mouth. I think it's going to be a lot of um, him and Rex trading war stories while doing that for each other, like sitting on the ground, one's bouncing it, hits the wall, comes up, the other one catches it in his mouth, takes it out, bounces off the ground, hits the wall, comes back, Gralkin catches it. They're trading, you know, going back and forth, talking about the old days. Wow. Talk mm-hmm. about lack of social distancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Topical humor. Let's see when this will. We'll, hopefully, theoretically, this could be not topical i mean could hopefully be over by the time yeah. this actually definitely airs not be topical by the time this comes out i hope yeah. so yeah 10 weeks <laughs> from now yeah i hope not <laughs> all right so uh yeah you're uh you guys are sharing uh, this tennis ball. <laughs> yeah. You have you met dogs? <laughs> this, is not, this, is, this is not. It's it's gonna be this is sniffing butts. This is what we're doing for the next it's, week. It's different when the dogs are sapient. <laughs> All right. So there. Uh, yeah, Rex and and uh, Graucom seem to be hanging out and. Uh, being very chummy on the 
journey. Uh, if you guys haven't figured out, Graucom is just like a side character from Bojack at this point. Like he's just very animal with <laughs> a couple human traits, <laughs> right? Mixed in. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you up to, Son? Um. I don't know. I'm not fucking with the uh, AI anymore. <laughs> right. You've, you've given up on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, let's spar and stuff. We're not bonding at all. We're not speaking, but we're sort of bonding. Does that make sense? Yes. Well, um, considering that I have a four fight, I'm pretty sure Son kicked your ass every time. I think so. I think maybe uh, I just get very good at dirty fighting. Like, like it starts off as sparring, but then, like <laughs> while we're eating chow, I'll throw a plate at you and be like, "Aha, point for me!" And then you have to explain that's not how sparring works. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like based on a lot of the fighting we've seen too, like San's go-to move is just to toss people. So like I'm picturing like the two you like running at San and then her just like tossing you aside and you're just not getting better at hitting her you're just getting better at landing like yeah. without like hurting yourself. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> nice. All right. So yeah, Graucom and Rex are are hanging out uh bonding uh and uh Sticky and Son are roughhousing all over the ship, basically. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, so you managed to pass the uh, the uneventful time. Uh, amuse yourself on the journey, at least. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're coming in on the planet. Uh, Son brings you down with a pretty uh, good landing, despite the fact that there seems to be a reasonably uh, strong breeze. Um, the port itself is looks like some sort of military base, old military base, uh, built on a wide, gently sloping plain, surrounded by big... Uh, earthen walls that go up about two meters above the ground mm-hmm. in a giant square. And there's docking for the ships off to one side. Um, the buildings are all sort of low to the ground, but uh, there are uh, big, there's like metal doors on the front of the buildings that are all shut at the moment. And you can see that there's some sort of dust storm going on outside. All around uh, the whole um, plane is just like uh, tall red weed-like grasses. They all seem to have some, they they seem to grow some sort of greenish blossom at the top. Pretty. Yeah, it's nice to look at from inside the ship. But uh, you don't see anybody moving around in the port right now. And the uh, control uh, radios you and tells you to wait on your ship until the uh, storm is gone. The dust storm. All right. Uh, Which in a couple of hours, it dies down. And then you see the 
fronts of the buildings are pretty much open except for these uh, doors and the doors swing up and people start coming out. A lot of these small, hairy, uh, uh, tunneling looking aliens. A few of them start going around to the edges of the, uh, the buildings and start burning them with handheld flamethrowers. So that's what our cargo probably is. It's fuel for those torches they've got. Your guess is probably yes. Mm -hmm. So um, someone comes up to the uh, the airlock, your cargo ramp, and and uh, you can uh, open up. Uh, I don't see why not. Okay. Uh, as soon as you open the cargo bay, you are greeted with an overwhelming smell of something that resembles hot, wet garbage. Wow. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, It is truly disgusting. I mean, it makes you want to vomit almost. It's the the smell. Uh, And uh, the guy down on the ground doesn't seem to notice. Uh, I go for whatever, like, respirator we have, like, uh, for, for, you know, space travel, like a helmet, whatever, and just throw it on. Oh, man, can't you smell that? Give a guy a warning. He's The guy seems to have a nose, but uh, he does say, uh, oh, no, we don't, uh, we don't have that, uh, that ability. The ability. What ability? No, who smelt it, dealt it? <laughs> you know, the, the, the smell is, uh, I've heard of many off-worlders complain about it, but uh, I don't really notice it. All right, listen, buddy, whatever. We got a cargo. Here's our manifest. We need another job. Just let's get this over with as quickly as possible. He says, uh, all right, all right. Jeez. He comes up, does a quick inspection on the cargo. Yeah, this all looks good. And he'll sign off on it. He says, uh, just uh, unload those into the, uh, the warehouse over there. And we'll uh, we'll see about getting you another cargo. <laughs> How far away is the warehouse? Like, can we hold our breath and <laughs> make it there? <laughs> if you put on a respirator, it does seem to help a little bit. All right. So, um, I'll I'm gonna tell keep Rex. I think Rex would probably offer, but I'm gonna tell Rex to stay in the ship just in case. We yeah. we still don't know necessarily who or what's out there. So, um. I'll start. Yeah, you seem to be the only ship in port right now. That that's not gonna. Yeah, either way, not gonna risk it. Um, so I'll, the Grawlcom will start unloading cargo as per usual, um, respirator on, and so on. Okay. They. Uh, this guy is uh, the guy is standing there as you go out and he's like uh geez you don't even have a robot for this uh nope we can't afford one (laughs) you live on a shit planet you can't complain to us (laughs) (laughs) he uh he says um i'm gonna give you some advice uh if you hear the storm siren sound, you need to get undercover uh, right away. The uh, 
the dust storms can be dangerous. Uh, not so much the dust, but the uh, the bloodweed tumblers. Bloodweed? Yeah. What the hell is that? Sort of like, it's like a plant. It ro- it's rolling plant. It gets pushed around by the wind. If it hits something that's alive, it'll uh, it'll dig its spines in there and suck your blood out. Oh my god. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he says, oh, you know, it's just one of the things we got around here. Come on, guys. It's just a plant. That's, that's just what regular plants do, right? <laughs> All space plants are vampires, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> band your- name. All space plants are vampires. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? No, you are not. Middle school me would have probably listened to them. (laughs) (laughs) Now me would listen to them. (laughs) Uh, uh, So then at that point, uh, I think Rockham picked up the pace. (laughs) Yeah. As you're loading, you see out on the plains, there's a few, like, what look like pumps uh, pulling some sort of uh, material out of what look like wells. Uh, you know, like a like a uh, like an oil well or something. You're not sure what. Yeah, I think Graucom maybe gets curious and asks uh, what, what are you... Uh... What do you have single? Oh yeah, that's uh that's our local uh I cut out, sorry. Oh sorry, harvesting. No, no, yeah, like what are, what are the the pumps? He's looking at the pumps and sees stuff going on. He's gonna say, What are you uh, what are you like what are you harvesting uh from over there? What's 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 coming out of the ground there? Oh he says uh that's the oil. Uh we pull up a lot of it. Uh it's got some special properties, they say. So, what uh, kind of special properties? Does it also drink your blood? <laughs> How could oil drink your blood? How can a plant drink your blood? Well, they got like spines on them, and they stick into you. It's still not great. <laughs> oh no, they're not great. Nobody likes them. Get a watch out. I like that Sans under the impression that everything on this planet's a vampire now. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you be under that impression? <laughs> they mentioned one thing. <laughs> I don't know if I it's like there we, we know snakes exist on Earth. I don't assume everything's venomous. You don't know that. Have you been to Australia? That's fair. That is a fair point. I have never been to Australia. I've, I have not heard rumors of venomous koalas, though. But there, like, everything in Australia wants to kill you, except maybe koalas. <sighs> All right. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are you going to do after? Yeah, so Gralcom continues yeah, you've, you've, um, you've got pushing the, these you've packages got this, back and forth. This the, flammable the substance or whatever um, it is hmm. uh, packed away into the warehouse mm-hmm. now. Uh, the warehouse was not easy to navigate because it's clearly built for people who are about sticky size. 
Oh, fair. Uh, so yeah, my back hurts a lot. I think yeah. <laughs> after it's done. Um, uh, while I'm on my way back, if I run into that same guy again, um, if we haven't gotten a job yet, I want to ask if there's any if they know of anybody who needs transport of this oil. And like, if we're not getting something directly from our job, we might be able to get a side job like we've done in the past. So. He says, well, yeah, that and like the plastic products, about the only thing that there is a export on the planet. So. Oh, are, do you have a route you usually use to transport your plastics and oils? Oh, there's some folks who come through here fairly regularly, mostly for refueling stops. But uh, yeah, Trans Galaxy is one of the big ones. All right. Um, do you know if there's any standing orders? that we might be able to take up? Well, uh, we should have something ready to go in a day or two. Right, I'll report that back to my crew. Thank you very much. Then um, Gralcom... Yeah, he doesn't seem hurry. to be in any rush, so... No, but Gralcom is terrified now of the sirens going to go off at any second. <laughs> right. especially, as, especially as he's a dog. Like, loud noises and stuff like that. <laughs> sirens are going to set him off. So um, he rushes back uh, and he'll relay that information that um, if we don't hear anything directly, that there should be at least a job in a day or two, a couple of days for this plastics and oils. You've got a couple of days to kill on this planet. Well, we can go, we can go ask the, uh, the nice gentleman who assisted us earlier. There might be something fun to do here. Who knows? We've, we haven't, we've, we still have yet to find a planet that hasn't, uh, well, it's not true, actually. I don't know. We've, we've been able to find a bar at almost every planet. We've been able to find entertainment at most places. Yeah, uh, with the exception of really your home world, I think. Probably the only thing to do around here is drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now it's my time to shine. Yes. Stick, so, do you want to lead us to see if we can't find some merriment on this stinky planet? Let, let's do it. Let's try to find some stink beer. Uh, are we <laughs> leaving Rex here? Are we going to take Rex with us for this little... Oh, screw Rex. We're leaving him here for his own safety. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so I, I let Rex know that if I can find a six-pack somewhere, I'll grab it for him, but otherwise he's stuck here <laughs> on the ship. He can play... We'll, we'll set him up with, like... Virtual chess with Flappy to keep him busy. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) He'll start playing chess. Like, (laughs) I keep picturing like Rex is playing chess and Flappy's moving checkers. Like, they're playing two different games at the same time without realizing it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, you head in. uh, The the low buildings are. Fine for you, Sticky, but everybody else needs to bend over to get inside. As you come in to what looks like a sort of a commercial designed building, there's a couple of little shops in here uh, for the locals and what looks like the local watering hole. Um, This town is not very big, so maybe a few hundred people at most, it looks like. Uh, you do notice that a lot of the menial tasks or, or repetitive tasks are being done by robots around here. No wonder he was 
curious about why we weren't uh, using one. They've got plenty. Yeah. You can sit at the bar. Uh, there's a uh, there's a pad at the uh, bar to enter your order, and then it appears to come out from the back in a uh, on a uh, little conveyor belt that runs around the bar. Ooh, that's exciting! It's like <laughs> it's kind of like um, when you get like a conveyor belt sushi. Yeah, kinda. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, they do not have much in the way of uh, uh. Alcohol here, it seems to be there's mostly one kind that you've never heard of before. Son will say, uh, hey, uh, how strong is this? Uh, one of the other patrons says, uh, oh, it'll get you there. We make it out of the flowers. The vampire flowers? No, no, the ones on the weeds. Yeah, 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 the vampire flowers. That's awesome. Give me one. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if my drink killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you 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 get one. <laughs> it's a it's, uh, it's a sort of greenish looking liquid. Um, there there's a couple of other, you know, a couple of options. You can take it straight. You can take it with uh, with mixers. Oh, straight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> you get it straight. Uh, it smells not so hot. Uh, well, it does smell like hot garbage, but uh, not. I can't actually tell if it's it or the air. Right, so, right. So, when you taste it, though, it's not so bad. It's 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 got a slightly sickly sweet taste. It's like a little bit too sweet. It is clearly also uh, alcoholic. Well, it, it tastes like candy, and it it doesn't hurt, which is what I prefer, that it hurts a little. But, you know, <laughs> meh, I guess it'll get you there, like the guy said. Anybody want one? Yeah, I'll take one. Uh, Grelcom, who seems to always be our designated doggo, will be uh, drinking water again. Okay. <laughs> Just get a nice water to lap up. Grelcom, why aren't you drinking? Grokum's. Uh, eh, uh, I think Grokum kind of keeps that little, gets a little stiff up at that, and says, uh, "Not in the mood. Just, uh, I'm, I'm fine. Water's good." Mm. All right, because Rex is on watch. I mean, mm-hmm. no, I know. The cool thing about having an extra dude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I, uh, I don't, I don't really drink that much. So uh, I'm just gonna get my water. I'm just, uh, just gonna kind of turn at that. And just grab, uh, wait for his conveyor belt. His conveyor belt water. Mm-hmm. Conveyor belt water. All right. So you, uh, you are, you are basically uh, sitting there. These drinks arrive periodically, allow you to uh, tie one on. Uh, how much are you drinking, San and Sticky? Uh, just enough to get tipsy. So. Um, maybe like two, three drinks. Son has a pretty high tolerance. So that shapeshifter you, metabolism. You guys yeah. have like a beast liver, <laughs> so you should be able to handle whatever. <laughs> Our sparring has uh, evolved into now uh, drink sparring, so I just match. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> and sticky as a teddy bear lover. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, you know what though? I feel like in all fairness, I feel like Sticky's liver works harder than all of ours. So it's it's probably seasoned at this yeah. point. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's it's got it's got a certain amount of tolerance. Yeah. You sip away. The locals aren't much for conversation. They'll talk about, you know, oil drilling and windstorms is mostly what they've got to talk about. Well, you don't get satellite out here. Satellite TV. Oh, we get the galactic broadcast. You don't like watch shows, read books, nothing. Oh, people do that. Sure. Did you guys see uh, Rigelian King? It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can, you can uh, start a, up a conversation about the latest uh, popular entertainment. interview with a vampire plant (laughs) on with the dust storm yeah those are local productions so we only got (laughs) only got a couple (laughs) the community Um, theater scene here is actually pretty good you know it's I've, i've heard that it's really underground hardy har har Yeah, these these buildings are like the entrance is above ground, but then the whole thing just sort of slopes down under the earth. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Um, you've you've wasted a little while uh, doing this when uh, you get a communications call from Rex on your uh, on your com, hmm. and Rex says. Uh, don't want to worry you, but a new ship just seemed to arrive. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't doesn't look like a cargo ship. It's more like a shuttle or a transport. Uh, I'm gonna tell. Oh, uh, actually, here's a question. Can we? I think we've probably established this already, so I'm just gonna ask the group. Um, we can, if we didn't already do it, we can set defenses remotely for the ship, right? Didn't we do that when we were fighting Burger Burgul earlier? Yeah. You did. We were able to so I think we let Rex yeah, know that we Rex can do that. Can... Well sure. I'm just saying if if this I well I didn't know if, if the ship was only going to respond to us or not as its crew. <laughs> I don't know if there are... to literally anyone. Okay. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that user friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it looked like you were trying to uh, pick the lock. Can, can I help you with that? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you're trying to abscond with me. How may I help you? Yeah. Um. No, it's it's a it's a very friendly AI so far. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 but the yeah. next arc when uh, <laughs> we played 2001: A Space Odyssey with our ship. Um, I think we'll but tell Rex to do- like Cliffy. <laughs> hey, looked like you were plotting against me. <laughs> Can I help you with that? I can't let you do that. <laughs> um, I then I think we we um ask 
I'm going to ask Rex to just give me a description of if he sees anyone coming out of the ship, just give a description so that because if it's, I mean, we, we have a pretty good idea who our enemies that we know of are and he know who his enemies are. So if it's anyone he knows, he can tell us that. And if it's anyone he doesn't, a verbal description might help. Uh, yeah, he says there's, uh, there's two people who are getting off the ship. They both look like Arsbarans. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's a man, one's a woman. Woman's got red hair. Uh, the man's black-haired. Uh, I don't recognize him. That's not enough for me to make a distinction on. So they uh, they're they're definitely checking out our ship, though. And we can't guarantee that these aren't uh, division people or bureau. Bureau, yeah, yeah, people. Um, let's. How are we on that other job? Uh, you got another day to wait. All right. <laughs> I thought I was drinking more. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. I, I think we just need to um, play this by ear. Maybe we, I think we have to go back to the ship. Uh, hmm. uh, San and I may be up front. Actually, you know what? I'm going to walk back to the ship up front, obvious. And maybe San and Graucom can kind of like take cover and follow from a distance and okay. see if I need any help dealing with them. Um, what's the open carry situation right now on this planet? Uh, Graucom looks around to take, check that in. Uh, doesn't look like there's any restrictions. You see one of the guys with the flamethrowers has it propped up against the table next to him while he's drinking. All right. Um, I'm just going to start assembling my gun then as we walk forward. And if they haven't like, given any rules, son's got her sword and knife so yeah uh if you looked it up before you landed you would have noticed there was no weapon restrictions on port so cool incendiary weapons are encouraged yeah i was gonna say (laughs) uh, there's if sticky's looking for something a new toy there's a a drunk guy with a flamethrower in the corner (laughs) (laughs) i'm not rocket raccoon damn it Aren't you though? <laughs> uh, all right, so you head out um, and you're walking back to the ship, Sticky. Yeah, that's right. You wanted you wanted San and um, Graucom to wait behind. Well, I think follow behind. Um, so I'm ba- I'm basically playing like I'm just a guy going back to my ship. We'll see if there's, there's any anything to be worried about, and if there's trouble. The two of them will be behind, ready to ambush. Okay, there's not a lot of cover out here, so uh, how are you guys going to avoid notice following Sticky? There was some. Didn't we have some sort of uh, transport to get the stuff to here, or did we walk? Uh, you walked to the bar. Oh, all right. Yeah, the whole uh, place is like a few hundred yards across so so yeah well it's a few hundred yards then you don't even have to really follow just uh son do you have any ranged weapons i can't remember no okay then why don't you just come with me i don't have shoot so i mean our ship is obvious it's a sore thumb so it's not like they're gonna not recognize and i'm obvious so we might as well add a third obvious hmm so you're going to leave Graucom to behind to do some sharpshooting, basically? Yeah. yeah. 
That's just fine. in case. All right. So you uh, you're walking along down the uh, the pathway. Um, these paths are mostly not paved; they're just like gravel. These two individuals are coming up, and they uh, as soon as they see you, Sticky, they seem to be heading towards you. What's up, strangers? Uh, the one in the lead says, uh, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm on a planet that smells like shit. How are you? <laughs> yeah, this is not the best place. Uh, I've certainly smelled better. But uh, aren't you uh, sticky? You got my name. What's yours? Uh, my name is uh, is Charles. And you've been served. And you've been served. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, I've, I've, believe it or not, I'm looking for you. All right. Why? Well, I think there may have been a bit of a misunderstanding. And uh, I just want to clear it up. Misunderstanding about what? Well, there's a uh, union citizen that we're looking for that I believe you have uh, on board your ship. You're looking at the citizen I have aboard my ship. Um, San, do you, um, what's, uh, be more specific. You look, are you being hunted by people, San? No. Making it as if she's the only other crew that I have. Right, right. Yeah. He says, uh, I mean, no, this, this individual is a, uh, Alassian. Oh, yeah. Well, I did have Alassian in the crew for a while. Uh, what did Graucom do? Okay. He sort of nods. He's like, uh, well, you may have known that Graucom served in the uh, Saldralan military. I did. This is, this is just an issue related to his service. All right. Well, when was the last time we saw Graucom? Oh, God, I got to say on that planet with the bugs, I think. You know, the ones who cared about all that um, machinery and stuff? That's right. He found religion. Yeah. Uh, a very stupid religion. We never asked him any follow-up <laughs> questions about it. Uh, <laughs> he seemed upset and then eventually walked off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want you to roll a uh, rapport. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely do that. That is a three. Shall I as well? Or Yeah, probably. Yeah. One. Hey, hey, hey. hey they got a zero. They got a zero. So... Yeah, they got a zero. Yeah. That's good nice. for us. Mm. The guy in the lead takes out a chip reader display uh, token, turns it on, hands it to you. You can see essentially contact information appear above it on a little screen. And he says, uh, this is for you. Should you happen to run across any of the uh, Lassians, any other Lassians or uh, Graucom, uh, just give me a call. Hey, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Is there a reward for all this info? He says, uh, "Swear to God, sticky." <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Yeah, the uh, the 
Saldralan government would be very grateful for any information. Uh, what about for what I gave you already? Well, you didn't give me a lot of specifics. What planet did you part ways with them on? Uh, Brennan, what was the name of the planet that, with the bugs? That planet was called... Hang on while I look it up. Uh, I, I'm going to shout out Bug World 1. And no, that's not what it's called. Bug World 2! Walks away. I'm just going to try to be as obnoxious as possible so he just wants to go away. It was called Yualan. Uh, it was uh, Yualan, I think, was the name. Nah, it was Bug World 4! <laughs> <laughs> He says, uh, all right, uh, well, let me know if you have more information. Yeah, we'll sure. We'll follow up on that lead. No and uh, he walks past you and heads towards the uh, bar. All right. So we, I mean, our comms are open because we want Graucom to be, uh, you know, to, to, if there's trouble to hit us, uh, or at very least, if not Tom's, Graucom is paying attention to us. Um, I guess that's up to you, Graucom. What are you? What are you doing? Well, I think if I'm hearing this, I'm wait. I'm, ha- I'm still hanging back until uh, we get the all clear that these people are moving out, and then I'll try and meet up with you guys. Um, I guess. Yeah, they seem to be headed towards your location right now, Graucom. Um, then I'm going to uh, duck further into the bar and just start wandering uh, streets and tunnels for a while. Just so, like no actual idea of where I'm going. Just kind of trying to follow the path that people seem to be following, whatever natural um, traffic is happening and just try to disappear into it as much as I can as a six foot dog that's crouching in tunnels. Right. So go ahead and make a survival check. Sure. And I have nothing to smell, so I can't use that little bit to help me. If you don't want to smell anything on this planet. No, I don't. A four. Nice. Yeah. Grokum's good at survival. Yeah. All right. So you uh, you slip down one of the side tunnels, uh, find yourself in one of the other buildings, um, and you can make your way up uh, closer to the ship. Yeah, I'll just use whatever like internal compass I have going to kind of follow and pop out outside and nearby and duck back or double back around. Um, I'll head back into the ship and uh, I guess talk to the crew. Uh, so, uh, all right. So they're looking for a Lassian. Uh, so I assume they're looking for Rex uh, and I know you mentioned, I assumed, I mean, I could be wrong. This is me talking to everybody, I guess. Uh, we assume that the last thing they're looking for is Rex. But when you mentioned me, I'm assuming they thought I was Rex and gave a fake name to y'all. And that's why we're. Uh, I don't know about that. that. That kind of, so you're back with us, right? Yeah. 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 So that would my, that would be, that was my read on it was when you said Lassian uh, and you said Graucom, my read was that they may have assumed that whatever Lassian you had called himself Graucom. No, I, I think, I think they know you are, you were, you served together, that you were part of our crew, and that they're thinking maybe Rex is along the ride. 
So now we, independently of Rex, have a bullseye on us. Fair enough. Uh, we have no... Here's, here's the question. From here, we don't necessarily need... Our next stop, regardless of cargo, is going to Galactic Central, right? That is our plan. Uh, we were, I think we our had plan was, one more cargo off-world, and then we were going to Galactic Central. Yeah. Well, if the cargo's already on, oh, is it on ship already, or are we waiting for one? Because if we're waiting, waiting for, it. for it, and if we do want without any cargo after being interviewed, hmm. I, it's going to be if suspicious. They figure that out, then that's a problem. Ugh. Oh boy! So, oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. You might want to stay on ship. That's fine by me. Uh, we, I'm sure, we have some hidey holes that we can lock us away in. I, I have an idea. Dude. So I need some of your religious paraphernalia. Some of your handwritten oh. stuff. All of it. Got uh, it. And, and I dis- I'm going to try to <laughs> sell this to them as evidence. And try to get them on a bug hunt. Uh, would you like me to create some while we're at it? <laughs> No, I think it I'll has my to handwriting and lived in, and let's just make this as easy as possible. Give me some yeah. of your beloved religious paraphernalia. Maybe make it to the guys who are after you. Um, I'll, I will assume knowing Graukum and this incredible ship we have that he's either oh he can do it now actually it could be funny or fun to do. Graukum's gonna want to make a copy <laughs> before he gives it away. <laughs> <laughs> I can give away his only copy of his new religions texts that matter so much to him, though he hasn't mentioned it in about ten episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mentioned that we didn't ask you any follow-up questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that what we should do here is Graukum should attempt a zero att- attempt to take his. Oh well, this could actually destroy everything in the process. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna try and before he gives them to you, sneak off and find whatever copy like scanner copier we have on this ship and ask Clippy to help him. Oh uh, my god. So, so you're going to ask Flappy to to copy the text for you. Yes, please. Um, I do not have computers. <laughs> you don't have systems? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nope. so just go ahead and roll. make a, a raw roll. I'm outside the door where you're doing this. I say, you know, it's ironic that you're asking a machine for help to I, copy your I, religion. <laughs> <laughs> anti-machine religion? Yeah, I know. I get I get it. Uh, I can see the, I irony. the irony. I understand it. I get it. But <laughs> desperate times. Uh uh rolled a one. Nice. Uh so yeah, you are you're in the process of getting it copied. It's just gonna take a while. Um I yell that I'm, I'm arguing with sticky over the very loud copying sounds that are happening in the background. Like it's just like overwhelmingly loud, the machine and just like, I get what's going on. I understand the irony here. Don't worry. I will. After this is done, I will re handwrite the whole thing myself. Less reliance on technology, <laughs> more reliance on manpower or bug uh-huh. power. Right, right. This is intolerable. So <laughs> I uh, turn off the comms and first I want to make a command for this plan. Uh, okay, and then I want to reach out and say, you know, make it like I've, I've got a plan to uh, solve for them. All right, so you're making a command roll. Yeah. Ooh, you got a one. Wow. Ouch. That's, That's not a great roll. 
Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a you know crew what? pool point. Is there a crew pool? Yeah, there is. You should have your fate tokens refreshed by now if you have. I, I don't uh, since think I'm actually not at that, but I will take one. Uh, has it refreshed since we defused the bomb or no? Yes. Okay, then I should have one. All right, cool. That door. Yeah, that's better. Four. Oh, yeah, there you go. A four. Okay, so you rolled a four on your reroll. Yeah. All right, nice. So what is your, uh, what aspects are you trying to create here? What's your plan? Uh, let's see what we need to roll first. I think the first thing is probably going to be the convincing lie, which will most likely be the rapport over the comms. I'm going to call them up, um, just start signaling them until they pick up. They're still on, on planet, right? Um, yeah, you can see them sort of strolling back towards their ship. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. When they get on their ship, I'm gonna uh, ping it. Okay. From the so, ship's comms. Yeah. I'm uh, looking through all the crap that bum left uh, when he saddled us with our last job on on this planet. Um, and I think I may have found some stuff that would be helpful to track him down. Oh yeah. Yeah, but we're going to talk about some some goodwill payment. I'm not going to be... I'm not a bounty hunter. I'm not following you guys back to... First of all, what do you want with him? That's just like... That guy was the most boring dude ever. <laughs> it's government business. All right, well, then what are you going to pay me? Well... I can give you uh, an offer of uh, 300 credits and then more if it's useful information. All right. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm almost more interested in why you want them than, than the money, but not that much more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My rapport roll was terrible. I am going to create. Um, yeah, you got a minus one. Of, Ouch. Um, that was a negative one, by the way. And Oof. aspect's going to be. Um, uh, a convincing cover story. We already put the legwork into this. So I will... Uh, can I use that to re-roll? Yeah, I think I should. Okay. There you go. Four. Damn, nice. Yeah, a four. You got a four report that time. Well, so, let's yeah, see what I'm, they get. get. Some money. I, mostly, I want them convinced that this is probably legit. Actually, let's not go crazy here. I've already asked too many times. There's no reason they have to give me the truth. I want. I want them to think that whatever we're going to hand them is is reason enough to to leave. Right. Okay. It's a good enough lead that they'll follow it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you end up with a. Uh... They ended up with a zero on their roll, so your four rapport is certainly well enough, good enough to uh, convince them uh, that it's a decent lead. All right, good. Son, uh, take all the books that he's done copying now, whether he likes it or not, uh, yep. and go over to them and hand them off. If you feel like you could push them and get a little bit of info, I don't know how you would want it, maybe like 
You, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. That's All your right. call. Yeah. Uh, and San San will take the um, you know, uh, fake lead and bring it over to them. And uh, how do they what do they do with it? Like the second that she brings it. Uh, they'll take the the uh, woman who's with Charles takes it, but uh, you don't know. Uh, y- she hasn't been introduced to you, mm-hmm. so she'll take it and start looking through it, basically. So, uh, what this guy do? I didn't know him very well. Is he like a war criminal or something? Charles says, "Oh no, nothing like that." Uh, do you want to make a report roll? Absolutely. That's a six. Oh, a six. <laughs> nice. Let's see how well they do. Wow, these guys. Oh, man, they can't zero. roll anything but a zero. So it They're turns out Charles stooges. is. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Charles is Grogum's biographer. Right. That that role. <laughs> so, that's so good. They tell you, but they didn't even realize they told you. That's like, right. I can't tell you <laughs> yeah. that I'm looking for him he's for gonna, the following reasons. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna drop. He's going he's gonna to drop some information, but not realize that he's he's slipped up. Uh, yeah. So what does he say? Uh, he gives you a story about how there's a, uh, you know, there's a unit, uh, an elite unit of uh, um, Lassians, and they're trying to regather them together, and that Graucom, uh is a candidate for this. Uh, that's his. That's his main story, but mm-hmm. he does mention that you know he's looking for someone named Rex also. Okay, yeah. And, and you get the impression that while there's not an elite unit they're trying to assemble, they are actually trying to gather up Lassians from the Frontier Zone. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, and San will be like, uh, wow. And it's some military operation is involved. Some mm-hmm. sort of, that, that's also true. Yeah. Wow, sounds like uh, quite the team you're gathering. Well, good luck trying to find these guys. And uh, with that, son, I'll head out, head back to the ship and essentially say to everybody, yeah, they're looking for Rex. But um, I think it's a bit more than that. They seem to just be looking for Lassians in general. So... It's probably good that we didn't tell them that you were still in the crew. So, this whole time, our plan is to go to Galactic Central Point, drop off Rex, and things will be okay. But what are the chances things are going to be okay, even there? My guess is not very high. Um, I mean... (sighs) Rex is. We're planning on dropping. I for, I forget. I'm in a out of character. I we did Rex tell us to drop him off there? Or did we decide that would be the best place to drop Rex off? Uh, Rex remember? said that he needed. Uh, he needed to get there. 
All right. So maybe we need to get more information out of Rex as to what he's expecting to get there. Um, so uh, Graucom is going to go to Rex, I think. And um, he's going to say, uh, look, mate, um, they're, they're looking for us. There's people who are looking for us specifically. They've tracked you to me and tracked us to here. Now we're able to throw them off, but they have to know that we're like that. If you're with me and what this ship is and what this job is, that likely we are going back to Central at some point. What what is at Central that you need that you can't get elsewhere? Because I'm not sure, and I think my crew isn't sure that it's safe to go. He says, "Well, I just have friends there and people who could help me out." that you know aren't compromised already by what's going on or is that a risk you're willing to take well i don't know um it seems like that might be a problem at this point but where where would we what would we do other than that i i don't have any good ideas you said there was something bigger going on there is there's some sort of uh it's something to do with the uh the lassian troops yeah i got the feeling that they were doing something military wise with the lassians they were gathering up do you know anything more than that i know that it's it's a bigger it's a bigger deal than what we want to be messing around with the uh, the government is planning something i have this encrypted uh data but i haven't been able to crack it yeah we'd need a tech expert for that i may know somebody Hey there, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives, as well as our latest episodes. Thanks! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.